0: This is the Turks and Chaos podcast. Welcome to episode 28, Beat the Quarantine Blues. The last two weeks have been really tough emotionally and mentally. It's been a challenge to function normally for a variety of reasons. At first, it was the worry about the coronavirus that was popping up in the news and not letting up. And then it got closer and closer, and the reality of coronavirus was very real. It was all of a sudden a huge threat. We shut everything down within a day and my husband stopped working and schools closed. It's tough. It's tough to have the reality of an insane amount of people getting sick with the virus and many dying from it. We have to worry about our health while worrying about those we love who are more at risk. It's very emotional. It's draining and it's scary. Even getting groceries is difficult now. You don't want to go into stores because you don't want to carry back the virus into your home. And grocery delivery and pickup services, which I love and rely on, are four times as busy as normal. What used to be a 2-hour window to pick up groceries is now a 4-day window. I went the other day, I had to pur- I purchased them online on a Thursday. They wouldn't be available until Monday, so I went Monday morning. I had an hour window and there were I want to say five other cars there for pickup at the same time as me. That's insane. I've only ever seen one other vehicle ever picking up. And that was once or twice. I've only ever seen one other vehicle there that that's happened to me just a couple times. Usually I am the only one there for pickup. The only one. And I can get my groceries in two hours. It's wild, And stores, they don't have what I need. I ordered my groceries and I ended up getting maybe half of the things that were on my list. There weren't even substitutes for them. No toilet paper, and trust me, I go many different places to try to find toilet paper. They're out of chicken, they're out of cheese, flour, yeast, vinegar, just simple things are so hard to find. There is no toilet paper anywhere. Costco sells out within the first hour and people line up hours before opening just to make sure they get theirs. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be around people for hours just for toilet paper. I mean, we're supposed to be social distancing people. Come on now. I did end up finding an alternative company that sells bamboo toilet paper, and it's supposed to be soft. They say it's soft and strong, so we will see how that stuff works. But, man, I miss my Charmin. I miss it so much. I'm officially on my last roll. And even though when this all started and everyone started buying up the toilet paper, I found some on staples.com that I was able to order. Um, It's still at that point. This was... I want to say March 13th, it said that delivery for that item wouldn't be until April 13th. And I figured, well, shoot, if it still continues going on like this, all right, I'll pick up two packs and, you know, by then we'll be out of toilet paper. I'll need it. And if it's still hard to find, at least I know that some is coming in, but there's still no update on the website yet as to you know, if they're even going to get their shipment. So I'm praying that on the 13th it's delivered and that they get their shipment soon. But as of now, the only toilet paper I've been able to find is like jacked up prices on eBay or, you know, the cheapy, cheapy, cheapy toilet paper, which I have now I bought at my liquor store. Um, but it's literally like packing paper. It's horrible. It's so bad. So... Hopefully, but even many of the natural toilet paper companies are sold out. It's crazy. Like the first six companies that come up, if you type in like natural or organic toilet paper, they're all sold out. You click on the website and it's like, sorry, we're sold out. Sorry, we're sold out. Oh my gosh. So I finally found one. What was it called? Um, I think it was called packagefree.com. And they have bamboo toilet paper that I was able to order. So hopefully I don't get an email that says, so sorry, we're sold out. But it let me make my order and supposedly it's processing. So we'll see. And I'll let you guys all know if that bamboo toilet paper works out. <laughs> uh, but all of these small things, normal things that make up our lives, make up our everyday routine lives are now gone creating large gaps and holes in our normal routine and our way of life and it's just difficult all around all around we just got extended for another month where my husband will be out of work and so thankfully we're going to be getting some help hopefully soon for unemployment but goodness gracious <sighs> you know there's a I just shared a meme on my Facebook the other day it said um, you know we say Jesus take the wheel but sometimes I feel like right now he's off-roading or something it's something like that that's how I feel this is definitely an off-road adventure and it's bumpy and I'm white knuckling it man <laughs> I'm white knuckling it alright but towards the end of last week I had to pull myself out of it I had allowed myself to process my feelings but Then I started dipping towards depression and anxiety, and I just don't have time for that. I've actually been having lots of mini panic attacks. I feel my anxiety taking over, and I haven't had it like this in a really long time. So I had to check myself. I had to get real with myself. I had to call myself out. Instead of worrying about the virus, I have to be smart, which means getting ready with things I need for my family when I can so I can limit outings, you know, um... Obviously, I still have to go and get food. I have to clean what comes into the house and disinfect it thoroughly. Um, I still have to obviously find toilet paper, which has been difficult. The meat that's running out of the stores. You know, there's things that could be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Oh my gosh. But we have to take a step back. We have to calm down and we have to be smart about it. Yes, we have to be vigilant about staying away from the germs and keeping things clean. But we also have to just drop the fear and we have to see how can we thrive through this? Well, here are a few things that I'm doing. So I needed to keep my mind busy. I purchased a book last week. I don't like reading e-books. So I ordered books for the kids and myself from Target and did the drive up pickup. And now I have something to read when I'm bored to tears or when my mind starts drifting to the, you know, the, the fear of the news. I can't just wander around the house and let the anxiety take over. I have to move on to something productive. I got a self-help book because I love self-help books and I love the, the energy that comes from them and it motivates me and it fills me with positive messages We all really need that right now. If you like Rachel Hollis, the author of Girl, Wash Your Face and Girl, Stop Apologizing, her husband, Dave Hollis, has a new self-help book titled Get Out of Your Own Way. I just saw this when I was looking at books on Target. That'll be my next book, but unfortunately it was out of stock at my Target and I didn't want to wait for delivery, so I ended up with a book called Buy Yourself the Bleepin' Lilies. But with the F word, I can't tell you how it is yet. I'm only a couple pages in, but I'll let you know. Go get yourself a book. There's only so much Facebook scrolling you can do. And most of it right now is full of coronavirus posts or political posts, lots of fear and negativity. You got to hop off it if it's affecting you. But might I say, I am loving the Tiger King memes that are out right now. That show was crazy. I finished it in two days. It's just, I think, seven episodes, but they're each like an hour long. So they're good. They're hefty episodes with so much going on in them. And now all of the memes, because everyone else has watched it, it is great. I love getting on Facebook because a lot of my Facebook friends share just the funniest things. Um, so focus on those. If you are on Facebook, just focus on like the funny stuff, the good stuff. And if you have to snooze someone who keeps posting negative stuff, there's a snooze button. Just tap the dots and snooze the person for, I think it's 30 days or whatever. And then you don't see what they even post on their Facebook wall. It's time to fill our minds and nourish our souls with positive messages. You can read your Bible, journal, meditate, clear your mind of all the negative, and then get some positive affirmations, some positive material in that beautiful brain of yours. My mantra lately has been, God will keep me safe, God has a plan, something beautiful will come from this. And when I feel myself, my mind drift to fear, I just drown it out with my positive mantras. Now, like I've mentioned, it's been really ugly the last few weeks. Lots of cloudy days and rain. I'm in desperate need of sunshine, like full sun, not overcast, not partly cloudy. I need a full-on blast of sunshine. Thank God I have it today, and yesterday we had sun, so the past two days I've had it, but oh my gosh. I went out for a walk this past weekend with my kids, and it was so nice to have a change of scenery and to let everyone move their bodies. Thankfully, we found a trail that wasn't too busy, but still it was partly cloudy. Later, I went out with my mom to get the dogs walked, and the sun was finally out. So even though my legs were wobbly from the first walk, that sunshine was just everything at that moment and then I sat outside afterwards to soak up more sun before it went down for the evening. Today it's completely sunny so we sat out in the front yard and played with the chalk. I pulled some weeds. I didn't even care what I was doing or how crazy I looked to people as I stared down at my lawn and carefully plucked those tiny weeds. It was just so nice to be in the sun and I'm praying for more sun because I, I can do this. I can survive a little healthier if I have sun, if I can look out and see a beautiful blue sky, the wind blowing the trees and the sun shining bright and know that I can go out there and warm my body and get energized, I can I can survive. But if I have more rain and more clouds, I don't know. It's a little more difficult. It was stressful moving on to school. It was stressful this past week trying to keep up on all the schoolwork done or All the schoolwork that has been provided by the teachers and the school, they have a new video each day that they release of the principal's message and a challenge and the PE teacher with their video and then on top of all the daily work that they have to submit through Google Classroom and the apps that they're supposed to be working on, 30 minutes of this and 30 minutes of that and don't forget to do this and submit your work here and submit this and make sure you do it all right the Common Core way, do your race, do your case, And then I have two kids, so the third grade is the one that has all of the stuff, and my first grader just has a packet of work, and they're just supposed to do like two pages of this and two pages of that, and it's really easy, and they don't have to submit it, Um, so that's nice, but my third grader, and he's already frustrated. He's so frustrated with all of the work and the type of work that needs to be done. Uh, it's just hard. It's It was stressful. Last week was our first week doing it. And the kids and I, we were all frustrated that we had all of this work and learning the new tools. And it's not like, okay, here's a week and we're all learning. It's like, here it is. Figure it out. Now we move on to this. Now we move on to that. Now we're doing this. Now try this. Now try this. And it was just like, oh my gosh. One thing after the next, after the next, after the next, after the next that I have to try to figure out with my kid while my kid is like, are you kidding me right now? (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot for me. It's a lot for them. And just feeding each other the energies of this. Even when we tried to calm down a little bit, the teachers, like, we I just had my son submit whatever he had because we had worked on it for... Too long, I said, just submit it the way it is. You worked on it, submit it. Then we get a message that says, "Um, attention, parents, make sure that your child is doing the complete proper case when they solve their problems before they submit it to me, which is the common core, you know, make sure you do the C, the A, the S, whatever it is, solve, chunk, solve, blah, 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 and then explain. The explain part is the part my son absolutely hates. And I don't blame him, but it's just difficult. So this week, I dropped that. I decided to do my own lesson plan again and just let them lead. I think after this, we will probably be a homeschool family. Um, before, when my son, ever the beginning of this year, my third grader, my oldest, he was having trouble with his teachers and getting in trouble and the teachers would be like, dude, he's talking back in class, he's refusing to do the work, he's getting frustrated, he's getting angry. And this is not like my son in class. He usually likes to be involved and he likes to answer and he likes to, you know, have the, be the first one to shoot out the answer. You know, he likes to be involved in class. So it was really abnormal for my son to be acting this way. Um, And then the weeks leading up to the school shutdown, I kept getting the messages again like, oh, he's not doing well, he's not doing well, even though he would come home and he would be fine. And I would have people at school asking me, is your son okay? Is there something going on at home that might be different? And I'm like, no. And honestly, my son has been really cool and really chill at home. Like, we've been having a good time together. But then at school, it would be problematic. And... Nobody really wanted to help, kind of. I don't want to throw them under the bus, but it just didn't seem like anyone could offer any solutions to me. It was just letting me know whenever my son did something or acted out in class, and then I had to have a talk with him. And it's like, well, I can't be there holding his hand and correcting him in class, so I don't know what to do. So anyways, I was highly considering homeschooling my kids because I was – breaking down just absolutely breaking down um with the constant messages of your son acted out in class your son said this in class your son refused to do his work your son you know and I was just like oh my gosh I cannot handle this and I know that he loves to learn I know that he loves school so why is he having so much difficulty all of a sudden in this class so I was already considering homeschooling and my husband was like that's a lot of work. Are you sure I could take that on? I don't think that's a good idea. You know, what are you going to do? Homeschool them forever? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and then this happened. And now we're forced to homeschool our kids. I have this time where they don't have to be in school. And I get to decide, and, you know, I get to test things out and explore a little bit. If I can create a more enjoyable time for my kids, especially in a stressful season like this, and who knows when it's going to end, then I'd rather do that. Um, And with the work at, at home, even, I was having so much difficulty getting them to do their work that their school had for them. But if I taught my own lesson or printed out paperwork, and I let them be involved in creating you know, what do you want to learn? My son wanted to learn more about magnets. He wants to focus more on science. They have no problem journaling. They love to read. My oldest loves to read, um, you know, just these things. Then they were less resistant to it when they were involved or when I had my own lesson. I'm not sure why. We did nutrition. We learned the my plate. We learned what it means to be healthy. We talk about the coronavirus. We learned about magnets, like I said. We did some Bible study. Then of course, I have some math workbooks that they can work on, and they have no problem with that, and they, they love their books. They can cook and bake with me. They can free play with each other. My son built a can robot that my husband ordered on Amazon. That kept him busy for a couple days. You know, there was hardly any pushback from them when I was laid back and I let them lead. Completely different than last week when I followed the school's plan. During this stressful time, I'm throwing out anything that adds stress. And right now, distant learning, the distance learning that the school is providing, it's just, it's stressful. I'm going to let the kids tell me what they want to learn. And honestly, Common Core is just out the window right now. That stuff stinks. My kids hate it, and I can't tell them how it will help them in the future. So it just doesn't make sense. Even my husband is like, Why would they solve a problem like that? And I'm like, Exactly. Why would they? I haven't even been starting school until about 11-ish and then giving them a break to explore around the house after that, forcing them out to soak up sun when we get it, when they start getting antsy. I'll just say their sun, go outside and go play with each other outside and have some fun and get some sun. I've been very loose with electronics restrictions, but encouraging them to find something to play with that isn't video games. If I see them kind of sitting down for too long or playing video games for too long, I'll say, hey, get up and go do something else. It's time to start thinking about something else. Go get into something else. But even with them playing on the Nintendo Switch together, at least they are playing with each other and they're having fun and enjoying themselves and working together. I know that I have a month at least ahead of me with this new life, so I need to create a routine. I've been going to bed late, I've been waking up late, and it's been, it hasn't been feeling good at all. It's been feeling like my whole day is gone and wasted, like I'm behind every minute of the day because I started so late. My husband has been staying up even later, and that's been messing my sleep up. I finally had to put my foot down and tell him he needs to go to bed and not keep the TV going up all night. Going back to my normal sleep patterns is high on my priority list for the remainder of this quarantine. So I have been sleeping in a bit, waking up an hour later than usual, but I'm really trying to get to bed at a decent hour. Before 11 is my goal, hopefully 10, 10.30. It's been getting dark later and later and I'm still not used to that. We've been having late lunches and super late dinners because by the time I look at the clock, thinking it's still early, it's already 7 p.m. and I haven't started cooking. It's wild. I'm trying to maintain a routine and keep a normal schedule. That's really my main focus of this week. I haven't been laying in bed all day. I've been going downstairs after getting dressed, having my coffee, watching the morning news as I usually do, watering my plants, and then starting the kids on their schoolwork. It's been tough with all of them because they get goofy and can't concentrate. And the kitchen table is the best part in the house for doing work. It's the cleanest. It's the easiest place to sit down and spread out and work on something. So they are all there. And like I mentioned earlier, they hate doing the work the school provided. But when I pull stuff together, they are a lot more relaxed. Anything that has a common core mention to it is like an immediate blow up. It really frustrates my oldest Um, He has two math worksheets every day that the school provides, and they want him to solve it the Common Core way with the case breakdown and then race for language arts. To me, a lot of this feels like the lesson is how to learn the Common Core method and less about the actual lesson of what they're teaching. It's frustrating for me. Um, So, yes, I, I feel bad that I'm I'm not going along with what the school is doing. I feel like he's going to get in trouble, honestly. But at the same time, I don't want to put any extra stress on them right now or on myself. I'm not going to sit here. Like the week that I followed the whole school thing, the everything that the school sent and followed the lesson plan of the school, I was just yelling and yelling and yelling and yelling and yelling to get them to sit down and do their work. Sit down and do this. Finish this. Do this. I don't care what you say. You have to do this. It was just a lot of yelling and probably why I had so much anxiety that week I was just stressed out and if I'm in this for the long run I mean I have a month ahead still and I've I'm already what this is my third week in so and I don't think that they'll be going back to school so I have to be smart about you know where I'm going to focus my energy so right now yes I'm leaning towards homeschooling my kids and doing our own thing and we're still, we're doing things and we're learning and I'm having them have projects. One thing we started doing this week is sending out letters to family and friends. I asked my kids who they want to write to and let them write their letters and mail them out. And this way, you know, they're they're practicing their writing skills. They're practicing learning how to spell. And then they're also learning how to address an envelope and where to place the stamp and you know goes in the mailbox you put the flag up and then it gets mailed out so they're still learning and they're learning things that are useful so how can you not only survive but thrive during quarantine keep a schedule don't stay up late every night your sleep is important to your mind and to your body and to your overall well-being exercise get sun watch your diet Fill your body and mind with goodness, healthy food, and positive messages. Make a daily to-do list. Stay busy. I still am trying to stay on top of the house with cleaning. Obviously, that makes for a healthier home, but it also is something to do. Sweep the floor. Vacuum the stairs. You know, clean your bathroom. It's something to keep you active and productive don't stay in bed all day. You need to get out of bed. Don't go back to your bed and watch TV all day long. You know, binging during the first part of it. Okay, but now it's time to get back to life and stay on top of a routine. Stay productive. Get things done. Create things. Talk to people. Stay connected to family and friends. So there's lots of different video Conferencing tools you can use to stay connected with your family and friends. Call them, text them, take pictures, make videos, whatever. Just stay connected. Go for a walk, move your body, make sure that you are getting those endorphins pumping, you're staying healthy with your body, all of that good stuff. All right. I'm going to conclude this podcast episode with stay away from people, keep social distancing limit your outings, and hopefully we can kick this virus in no time. I will tell you when this is over, I will not take for granted the ability to go to the store and see toilet paper and basic ingredients I need. I won't take for granted the ability to go to my grandpa's house to visit family. I won't take for granted browsing through stores and being able to go somewhere without worrying about picking something up that will be life-threatening. So many basic things that I miss so much, but I do believe this is a great opportunity to rethink our lives and how we want to continue on with life after this. Earth's atmosphere is almost healed. The hole that was in our ozone layer is so small. It is healed so much that it's almost completely healed since we've been sheltered in place. The world is healing. The air is clean. People are praying more than ever. It's a lot to think about as far as Will we continue on life as usual after this? Or will we be more mindful? Maybe make changes to our lifestyles. It'll be interesting to see the world after this. I'm praying for you all, for you and your family's health and safety, for your sanity. Stay safe and healthy and God bless. And I'll catch you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today. For more Turks and Chaos, you can catch this podcast every Tuesday and Thursday. And you can find me online at turks-chaos.com. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook. So I'll see you there.